Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. December 21, 2020, The Exiles in Tech Edition. And we begin with a story from the New York Times, which uh, basically posits that the antitrust case against big tech was largely shaped by uh, tech's tech industry exiles. And the most famous is uh, Dina uh, Sirenvasan, who wrote the Law Review article, which framed the Google harm uh, against consumers as ex- extracting more impersonal data for using its free services. In another paper, she argued that Google's monopoly in advertising tech allowed the same type of for some types of self-dealing and insider trading that would be illegal on Wall Street. Both her arguments reframe the antitrust thinking about companies, and her timing was extreme, extremely propitious. So it's interesting that uh, someone, and she's not legally trained, she's not a lawyer, so someone from outside the uh, legal space, but someone who did have experience in tech was able to reframe the antitrust issues for a modern day. Next up, from the Washington Post, uh, Paul, excuse me, Steve, Stephen Perlstein posits that um, the uh, uh, cases against Facebook and Google are our last chance to save the economy from monopolization. The antitrust lawsuits are belated recognitions that U.S. courts and most particularly U.S. regulators have failed to prevent dangerous concentrations in the economy's fastest growing sector. Uh, I don't suppose that's really a surprise given it was a new, essentially new industries, although tech's been around uh, sort of forever, uh, ever since the, uh, the first bone was used as a uh, weapon. Nevertheless, um, uh, he posits that uh, if we don't have these cases, these companies would now literally trillion-dollar valuations could overtake the U.S. economy and become uh, more powerful than in many ways than uh, the government, although it's hard to discount that uh, any company would be more powerful than uh, the idiot uh, Trump administration. Next up, um, from the Wall Street Journal, Um, how overloaded employees can cut out of the busy work. Staffers working remotely during the COVID pandemics are getting their bosses belated blessings to jettison routine tasks that are a waste of time. If you've ever been in cube world, you know that 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 is a calling card of uh, many middle managers uh, is assigning uh, wasted time to on wasted tasks. uh, And it's uh, so that they can Uh, keep their jobs uh, when they're really not bringing any value. So with the pandemic, though, uh, there's been obviously added hours for caring for children, parents, or other uh, outside work that may uh, leave employees susceptible to burnout. So many senior managers are now really allowing employees to focus on what are the important tasks they need to do. And for the compliance professional, it really lends itself to how you need to think about your compliance program in the age of coronavirus. And along those lines, we take things in a little bit different direction with our final piece from Ad Age, which is five retail marketing trends that could outlive the pandemic. And I found these 
really interesting for the compliance professional. So I've adapted them to the uh, compliance professional. I hope you'll take a look at them and think about how you could use some of these concepts in your compliance program going forward. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.